The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Hump day. <laughs> it is hump day, and he got in early on me. It is hump day. <laughs> Welcome to the hump day hotline, ladies and gentlemen, on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. It is so good to have every single one of you joining us. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the co-host of this year's show alongside my good friend, Jay Spencer King. Jay Spencer King, how are you? What is going on, Joe? I'm having a good week. It's hump day, and that means we're halfway there, so I'm having a good week. It is, Yeah, anytime you're halfway home, it is absolutely 100% a good week. We are uh, live, back in action. We're going to give you our defensive <laughs> roster projections. Welcome to everybody, humps for all. Welcome to everybody that is uh, jumping into the comments section. It is so good to have you back with us. Actual football happened this past week. Actual football, well, sort of actual, is happening this week, 1 o'clock. Uh, in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, it's just good to be talking football again, right? Like having something it, it to is. actually talk about. And I'm back in the studio, so I'm but comfortable again. You're back in the studio, so no more. Even though we got to get the third down, we got to get that. But other than that, uh, there's no more distractions of like boats going by that you want to go jump on or anything like that. No swimming for you in the lake. No, you got your back, back and back and better than ever. I'm with it, man. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 great to be comfortable, but the view is not as good. Like my basement wall and is not as good as uh, yeah, as the view at the lake. Uh, much rather be on the lake than uh, in my basement. But it is still beautiful here in uh, Western New York. How's the weather there? Can you still cook an egg on the hood of your car? 
I absolutely can. I think today was like 112, so it's it's still there. Look, dude, it's 112 is an improvement. It was 121 like a week you're, or two right. ago, was it not? You're right, so, and I, mean, I think it's gonna go. But it's only like that. There's there's a storm that developed in the uh, Pacific, so uh, like a tropical storm. So I think we're gonna get some rain in the next couple of days. So that's gonna cool it down a bit. But then it's we're still up. You know, we're gonna be like this until like mid September. So I'm just you know I'm it's okay. Gonna, it's gonna cool it down for about 10 minutes. Right? If that, <laughs> if, <laughs> if that, that's great. That's super fantastic. So, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, to the show. Uh, it's so good to have you. As I said, Jay Spencer King and I are live. If you, we are recording a podcast. However, if you would like to jump in and super chat us, please feel free, but you have to do that from the YouTube platform. So if you're watching us on Facebook, which I'm getting an error from uh, my Facebook page, as well as rumbling's Facebook page. So I don't think we're live on mm-hmm. either of those platforms. If you're watching us on Twitter, please jump over to YouTube uh engage with us over there but uh, welcome uh dave reed welcome b it's good to see you richard rush daryl and matt Byam. it's so good to see all of you guys anybody else that's in the room if you want to jump in the comment section triggs just did uh and say hello that would be great but let's uh let's start the show by closing out our thoughts your thoughts my thoughts and i've had a couple shows and you've had a couple shows just on the preseason game that was against the indianapolis colts what stuck out to you First thing that stuck out to me, I kind of just want to gloat for a second because I had people yelling at me uh, when the Buffalo Bills invited Andy Isabella to come Mm. in to work out. Mm. They invited him to Buffalo to work out. And I'm like, I tweeted like my fingers were going. I'm I'm like, I hope this guy signs like I hope it'd be perfect for Josh because his speed fits perfectly with Josh's arm. And it's everything that we need It's exactly what we've been missing outside of digs on the outside and oh we oh this is perfect and i got thrashed what do you mean this guy's terrible did you see him in arizona he sucks and he now after the game everybody's like oh did you see that kid india's belt that dude is special i hope he makes it now he's the sleeper he's this year's duke williams and and all this stuff i just wanted to pat myself one time did you see him with the arizona cardinals you're like i had season tickets yes i saw him i uh talked about him off the cuff on my show i just kind of put a quick note in uh into my into my outline just about him because he looked impressive to me uh in my rewatch or in my watch back and what's interesting about my watch back and me talking about it is i felt a little the word is not awkward the word is not guilty i felt a little like eh, when i when I was like, he looks like Cole Beasley to me. He has a little bit of that Cole Beasley kind of like lateral. I can find a soft spot in the zone and make a guy miss feel to him. Right. He's faster. He's younger, but he just, he just, his, and then I saw like four other people say it that I respect, say it on Twitter. And I was like, Oh, I probably should have just leaned into that a little bit more. Just Uh, went with it. Right. But, but now it seems like, you know, people are talking about, you know, is he about to be the next camp? uh camp god right so is he going to be the next duke williams is he going to be the next you know lionel gates is he going to be the next guy that everybody's like oh my christian you know christian uh oh his name just escaped my brain uh the running back uh from europe what are you asking me what's his last name the running back from europe that was on that was the uh oh uh uh I can see Christian Wade. Christian like, Wade, like yeah. Him. Yeah, <laughs> that, what you said, I'm like, I see him. I see him. Same. I'm like, why am I? All I can think was Benford. And I'm like, it's not that guy. <laughs> Triggs44 says that uh, King, Cliff Kingsbury did not know how to use Isabella. Do you think that's true from what you watched? 
I do. Well, I, I think Cliff's King. I, I just think Cliff wasn't or isn't an NFL offensive mind. Mm. I think what he did in college was amazing, and I think he, you know, in college that that works. Once you get to the NFL and you're trying to do the same things with Kyler Murray that you were doing in college, it's not gonna it's not gonna fly. So I think that's a great statement. And then oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go, you're going there because you're teeing it up. So go ahead. Well, because what in T? So shout out to T Estelle uh, from Bilton Buffalo. Love T. She Love wants to know. So if uh, as if Isabella makes the roster, then who's off? And this is kind of where we left off last week because we were talking about um, on our and who we think makes the team and who doesn't. Offense, it was a little bit easy last week. Mm -hmm. Defense, mm -hmm. I think this is going to be where the conversation gets tough. But last week we had the conversation, and I I threw out there. I'm like, hey, I still don't know. Uh, I don't know what I've seen. <laughs> I, I just don't feel like getting yelled at again right now. That's why I'm hesitant to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what Khalil Shakir has done to show me that he's a lock on this roster. Sarah in the comments mentioned Quentin Morris. I, I think he could potentially be one as well. I, um, I, I, so Andy Isabella is a problem as it pertains to the offensive roster, uh, especially if he stacks games in the preseason the way that he has. Um, especially if he is a guy that would be considered an easy pickup for another team if the Bills cut him, which basically means that, you know, he's not a guy you can slip to the practice squad. Mm -hmm. What I discovered, and you probably did too, building your def your defensive roster projections, is there's going to be an odd man out or two, especially when Von Miller returns. Mm -hmm. So who is that going to be? So I literally have on here, I literally changed it. I put Andy Isabella with three question marks on my offensive roster projection from the last time you and I talked um, because somebody, if he, if he sticks, somebody's got to go. And what's interesting is there was chatter this week about Justin Shorter, not having a catch, but I don't think that means anything at all. I, I if he didn't get targeted, so what? I don't, I don't think it was a, you know, a knock on, on Justin Shorter. Oh, Justin Shorter might be in trouble. He didn't even have a catch. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. No, that. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything to me at all. Like I, I'm shorter. Shorter's on his roster. I don't think that um, this season there's a, a way that he doesn't make this team. Now, if this was a couple of years ago, now I would have said the same thing about Khalil Shakir. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't think that um, he's done anything that with his draft position plus what we've seen. I, I just I don't think that he's done anything to say he's a lock. I would I would think he would be the man on the outside looking in. And if we're gonna if we're gonna messy up our roster projection for the offense even more. I mean, Latavius Murray is making a case to be on this football team. Well, you know what? That's why, uh, and I get it. Nobody does things on purpose, but that's why healthy players, that's why your best ability is availability. That's right. So, you you know, you get injured and you give anybody a chance to get those snaps, then, hey, guess what? <laughs> you, you might be the one... Uh, I just lost you for some reason. Can you still hear me? Yeah, your microphone just yeah, it's uh it, it literally made a funny noise like like the sound was leaving the room, the air was leaving the room. Hmm. And oh, it's back now. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was weird. Like it went What's the last thing you heard me say? No, I heard all of it. It was like literally on oh. your last word. It just sounded like a spaceship was taken off in my headphones and then you were super, super quiet. So I, I know you're having a problem with the cable not too long ago, like last year. So I didn't know. If no, I'm all good there now. Yeah. Uh, 
but who knows? You know, technology. <laughs> technology, man. <laughs> I don't even fight it anymore. I just say, okay. <laughs> I used to get mad. Like, I, so those you want all of you listening and watching won't know this because obviously what you see is what you see when we're live. But like early on, like when my technology sucked, there would be plenty of times when Joe had to like woosah me before the show. Like he's like, okay, so it's just it's okay. Just calm down, man. Go get some water. We can we can start a couple minutes late. It's okay. Like my yo, my equipment was horrible. That's funny. That's funny. So for me, the takeaways from that game, there wasn't a lot. I mean, as preseason games go, I said to John Fina, it was one. Um, you know, it was clear that there was a plan in place for why Osiris Torrance started. You know, Ryan Bates was coming in to spell Mitch Morse. You know, you heard good things from Ed Oliver in his presser, I think either today or yesterday, about Osiris Torrance that, you know, he he basically said he doesn't look like a rookie. Um, he's already kind of playing, not like a seasoned vet, but like he at least has been in the NFL and kind of knows what he's doing, which means that he has, you know, more room to grow, uh, but he's not lost out there. Um, CB2, I was not surprised to see Dane Jackson start. Um, I will say I don't want Dane Jackson to be the starter when the season starts. So Richardson sidearming a ball around a defender and throwing it right to Dane Jackson. So he basically first pass or second pass of the game, he gets an interception <laughs> kind of, you know, it, it, it just was what, what down it, was, what down was it that with, that the interception was thrown on? It was, I don't remember what down it was, but it was the first series. It was third down, Joe. <laughs> it was third down. That might've been what I, was. that might've been what you were doing and what I heard. <laughs> No, that was I had that preloaded. I don't know what happened there, but it was third down when Dane Jackson got that interception off of uh, Casey's future goat. Apparently, me and Casey have from the Mafia cast have a bet. He he thinks Anthony Richardson is like the next coming of Josh Allen, and I'm like, you are on drugs. So that's what I told him. Yeah, we we got this bet. So one of us have to we have to wear pink hair for like two weeks on our shows. <laughs> you, you had borderline pink hair last year. I told him that's so it don't matter to me. I'm like, all right, whatever, let's do it. But dude, I'm about to make him. I'm about to make you buy an Isaiah McKenzie jersey. <laughs> that's that's as bad as it's gonna get for me. But, but uh, yeah. or or a Baker Mayfield. I gotta maybe I might change that up on you. But uh, Baker, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You are just feeling it. I'm tonight. on a roll. I'm what? on a roll, man. I'm on a roll. We're doing it. Is all this? Do I have access to all these noises you're making all of a sudden? <laughs> you do. <laughs> you got them loaded in. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Now I was going to say something important. Oh, Trent Richardson. So, you know, when you look back at Josh Allen's rookie season, especially that training camp or that preseason, rather, what sticks out to me is is the Carolina Panthers game that I was at. So that was my first summer back home. Um, the crowd had wildly left. There was barely anybody left in the game and, and Allen was trying to make a comeback and the crowd got back into the game. Like there was like hardly anybody there and they were loud and Allen throws that dart. Do you remember that mm -hmm. ball that, uh, it was to, uh, uh, the kid that's in, uh, uh, Ray, 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 Ray McLeod, right? Ray McLeod. Yeah. yeah. He threw it to Ray, 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 Ray McLeod. And all the comments were like, when the ball went by everybody, they heard it whistle by as it went by. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know that I saw. I don't know that I saw that uh, woeness from what I saw to Trent Richardson. I saw a guy that he went and he played. Pre I, I don't know that I saw a stark difference or contrast between him and Kyle Allen. Like, did you see, were you like, oh, this kid's amazing. I didn't see that. No. Um, first preseason <laughs> game. First preseason game, but still. 
and and for the record, everybody, Joe means Anthony Richardson. I'm, I'm just Anthony. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I just wanted to make sure because you know how people get. Hey, they yeah. don't even know the names of the players. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. so many names. That's all. Joe, Joe is also Joe is also fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you're running for president. I know I'm on a oh. tangent. I know I'm not on topic yeah, definitely, here. Definitely not. Right. Joe's. Joe's. Wait, wait a minute. We we announced this on Twitter yesterday. What do you mean you're not running for president? <laughs> I, how did I miss that? The, the, you guys announced me my candidacy on prep for. Yeah, you, you're going to be the first ginger in the White House. I think there's been one before, but uh, he, he may have had white hair by the time he got there. Um, yeah, right? who decided Probably this? Kennedy, I, Kennedy I think was you did. There. I was not on the show with you yesterday. Hey, no, not on the show. On Twitter, we talked oh. about it on Twitter. No, I was. Uh, I had one of my cryptic, one of my cryptic uh, wisdom tweets, and uh, you like you're running for president, and I and I literally said, and I'll say it on the air. I have too many skeletons in my closet, way too many. That's why that's why nobody good runs for president. Nobody that's worth their merit, nobody that's worth their salt, nobody that's worth running this country will run for president because everybody has skeletons in their closet, and but it's going to come out. Joe, all I'm saying is, and this is not me saying anything on either side of anything. <laughs> what I'm saying is. <laughs> Look, the things that Trump, that Donald Trump was accused of before he became president. Sure. I know you have not committed 98% of that stuff. You haven't committed 99% of the stuff that Donald Trump has been accused of prior to being president. Yeah. You could absolutely be the president, man. 50,000 bucks says somebody would accuse me because that's what they get paid to do. You got to bring the guy down, hey. right? So. I get accused by. Never mind. Go ahead. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we are, we're not going to talk about people. We have with dirty derailed. People. We're not going to do it. Yeah. No. Let's get back on. Let's get back on the game. Let's talk. Let's talk that's to Bill. So I'm sorry. That, that's hysterical. So, but other than that, you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, it was it was a good game. Latavius Murray looked nice. You know, I loved what I saw from James Cook. Um, mm -hmm. The voice mm -hmm. is a Russian agent. That's funny. Wait, can we stay there for a second with, with James Cook? Oh, I thought you want to stay in the Russian agent. No, I mean, we, we can definitely talk that, too, because I, I do have this vibe that you're like a double agent. I, I feel like you, you know, you, we'll get there. We'll get there. But James Cook, really, one of the things that I, I so I watched the game a couple of times. And when I when I watched back, the things that I looked at, because he only had a few snaps, he didn't, you know, it was a very limited amount of time. But he's hitting he's hitting the line or he's hitting the hole with like. Mm -hmm he's decisive and explosive yep. there's no so like the biggest difference from what and it's only preseason game one so i can't um like i can't say like well this is how different mm -hmm. he is from last year it's just one sample size but last year one of the things about james cook early on is that i felt like he just wasn't as decisive right. he's always had the speed we yep. know as yep. soon as he hits a hole he's gone now it seems like he's making that decision before he actually it's like the once Josh put or whoever puts the ball in his yep. stomach, the decision's made and he's gone. Yep. I love it. I yep. love it, man. And I, and I hope the Buffalo Bills use him to like properly this year. Yeah. Cause if, if this is how he's running, he's going to, he, I, he could be the best running back in this division if they use him that way. Yeah. I after, just don't think we're going to hand it off that much. After this show is line to gain with Sarah Larson, who's in the comment section and Jerry uh, Ostrowski and Jerry has made several statements this year. Sarah can attest to it, and so can you. And he has also texted me on the side that Josh has not gotten enough of the blame last year for effectively how the offense looked. You know, we want to put the blame in a lot of different places. Um, for me, James Cook's 2023 largely depends on, as does Dalton Kincaid, and I said this on my show on Sunday, 
if Josh Allen comes out and commits to throwing the ball to Dalton Kincaid and taking the underneath stuff and the stuff that's there, like he did in the first five games of last year, like he did in 2021 or whatever, like he came out and did in the COVID year where he was just abusing defenses because they were leaving guys wide open all over the field instead of looking 30 yards downfield like he was doing in 18 and 19. I think James Cook and Dalton Kincaid can both have a phenomenal year. But if he comes out this season and is constantly looking for to get it all in one play, the Gabe Davis Pittsburgh mm-hmm. game, look, I did it twice in one game. I can do it twice in every game. No, Josh, you can't, right? I did it against the Patriots. I can do it every game. No, Josh, you can't. You just can't do that. Um, I think that James Cook could have a phenomenal year this year, especially if you know he starts hitting checkdowns, if Josh starts hitting checkdowns. I think all the opportunity and all the ability is there. Um, I think it's going to be 100%, 90% on Josh's shoulders. Well, I think it's it's always on the quarterback's shoulders anyway. Yeah. But one thing that I'm that I'm and I think you're saying the same thing at this point. I just don't want it to be the way it was last season. Like I know we have Stefan Diggs and he's a super dominant, just amazing player. Mm-hmm. But outside of Stefan Diggs on offense, if Josh Allen didn't have a phenomenal day, the Buffalo Bills offense just weren't we weren't going anywhere. Right. When we say that it's, and you say you're correct, it's it's always on the quarterback, but it's not like it's LaDainian Tomlinson. You're throwing the ball to right. LaDainian Tomlinson 20 times or 15 times a game because he's LaDainian Tomlinson. Like, right. I think, yep. I'm not saying James Cook is LaDainian Tomlinson, but it's not as obvious with James Cook. With LaDainian Tomlinson, you're throwing him the football. With James the Cook, <laughs> yeah, with James Cook, it's like, well, uh, Stephon Diggs could have been open 40 yards downfield, so I threw it to him and it was incomplete. Or you could have hit James Cook for four and he could have ran it for 30. Right. And again, but your point is you're, you're accurate. It's like, well, no, that's LaDainian Tomlinson. I don't care. Right. You know, if, if you think Diggs is open, but you know, Tomlinson's open, you throw it to LaDainian Thomas. Yeah. Like, you know, it, you just know. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm hoping that we make better decisions this year from Josh. Yeah. I will say, I, you know, I feel like there was a couple guys on the hump day hotline who, who said it before Jerry, after that Cincinnati game that Josh Allen deserved some of that blame. Oh yeah. And, uh, and nobody wanted to hear that, but I love in the comments, man, they're still talking about Andy Isabella and, and the wide receiver room and who's going to make it or who isn't. Um, talk that talk, I, dude. I, look, I know a lot of people like, cause they're, they're talking, a lot of people are in here. They're talking about like, well, who's going to get cut or who's going to make the practice squad. Sarah doesn't think, uh shorter will make it to the practice squad no if he's way cut. there's no way he's um, making the practice squad i think i saw somebody earlier ask if isabella could be used as trade bait that was Sarah's, I, I was that i think i can't uh, i can't remember who it was it was b was it b somebody somebody said it i'm not sure i'm not sure yeah. but i did see it I'm, I'm looking for it now to throw it up but i can't see it but um you know, here's the thing. What short, and this is the reason why I was excited about Isabella. What he brings to the roster, nobody else on the roster has. I know. I know we signed Hardy because he's elusive and he can make some things. I know uh, Sherfield as well can do some things. I know both guys have some speed and they can do some things after the catch. They do not have Andy Isabella's speed. So, like I'm telling you, he's bringing something to the roster that we haven't had in in a, in like some time for real i Go agree i so i'm looking at sarah sarah's i'm trying to count so two five uh six 13 15 24 25 i mean that that checks out i'm just not sure that they're gonna be able to keep 25 on on offense like especially with what we see on defense i think if andy isabella makes this roster cleo shakir is off support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity 
but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I would agree with that. If Andy Isabella makes a wrong, because they're not, so they've got Deontay Hardy, and Andy Isabella is a veteran at this point, not a veteran, but he's played in the league a couple of years, and he can play in the slot. I'm not necessarily sure that if, I don't know why you keep Shakir if you've got, Deontay Hardy and Andy Isabella on this roster, right? Right. I mean, because you you drafted Shakir to be um, what you at least if you if you're going to keep Isabella, you drafted Shakir to be what Isabella is going to be. Right. And so the- at that point, then yeah, the question would be for me then: Could Khalil Shakir be a trade bait? Can we get a fifth, sixth? He doesn't have much on film. He doesn't have much on film. He's like I don't 70%, think he get seventy percent of the snaps last year. He played seventy percent of the snaps. So I don't I don't think we can put him, you know, and then what he's he had what maybe two or three punt returns as well at some point throughout the year. Yep. yep. Um, One of which didn't he muff? He fumbled. Yep. So I I I don't know. I don't also agree with Sarah. You know I love you, but I also think that Quentin Morris makes this roster. There's no way he doesn't. I I think I think Quentin Morris make like I I go back and forth, and that's only if I'm talking about if I'm like okay a sleeper on his team. Jace could make. I don't think Jace makes it after just some of the effort that I saw over the weekend, and then. Uh, some other things that I've been hearing last week. I said he was a sleeper. I think that he he's fully being slept on because well, he if should they're going to so, okay. run twelve personnel often, obviously we've got you know uh, Reggie Gilliam on this football team. But if they're going to run twelve personnel, they're going to need a backup. So they're going to have yeah. to have a third tight end on this roster. They can't yeah. they can't run their tight ends into the ground. So I think Quentin Morris absolutely makes this roster. Well, you know what? Let, let's do this before. Let's, so let's jump into the defense. Before we jump into the defensive side, let's uh, take a quick second. Talk about this this dope party that everybody has to come to. Nope. Bills Mafia is back. Are you ready for it? The third annual Buffalo Rumblings IPA beer release party is going down September 16th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Resurgence Brewing Company located downtown at 55 Chicago Street. I'm going to tell you what, you do not want to miss this event. Come out and hang with Joe, Sarah, and the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew for the Megapod. You're going to want to bring your questions and be a part of the live stream. Get involved. It's going to be live. And this year, we're also going to have our friends from Fans of Buffalo joining the party and sponsoring the fun. They're going to be in the house to provide you with all the information you need to make your away game day experience the easiest and the most smooth that you've ever had in your life. I can promise you, they they do their job very well. So make sure you make it out Saturday, September 16th, 6 p.m., Resurgence Brewing Company, 55 Chicago Street, Go Bills. Are you ready for that, dude? I am. I'm, uh, I have, sh- I, I, I have, uh, what's the word? I got sh- a little bit of a shudder when I was, oh. uh, <laughs> rethinking last year and all the technical difficulties I had 
trying to get it to go live from the from the like do you remember like up to the minute i yeah. was on like your laptop think, my laptop like four laptops trying I think to get this everything year, i don't think we're gonna go live I, like we'll be live obviously there but I don't, I don't think we're gonna go live i think we'll record it and then just upload it if, if yeah. um if you're there then you get to experience it if not then you're just gonna be out of luck Saturday night before the game. But you know, but come on out and hang with us. It's gonna be like it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Both the first year and last year was a blast, man. We had a great time. Um, it was a packed house. I, I mm-hmm. wish I had the pictures already loaded up. I would I would show them, but um, it was a packed house. It was a, it was a great time. So make sure you all everybody get out for it. Um, I, I I can't. Kate's gonna be there. She's gonna um have a pop up table where she'll be selling a bunch of her merchandise that you see her post all the time. Her hoochie daddy uh, shorts, and I have a pair of. She, uh, she'll be selling those. I can ask her to bring the hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> I can ask her, and then my man Jim is gonna be there um with with his hoodies and everything as well. So you're gonna want to make sure you go and support my guy Jim. He's gonna how, be there. How many do you have? I mean, why why you you know what I mean? Like you all know, you know what I mean? I can't be letting everybody know the swag. You know what I'm I don't saying? Have, like, I don't have one. I don't have a single one. Catch up, pimp. No, I'm joking. I got a couple. I got two. Um, I got he has a Poyer one waiting on me, so I'll have three when I get back to Dude, Jeremiah Poyer is like hitting him up, going, You got a Poyer version of you that? I'm like, you can't buy a Poyer one that's got your last name on the back of it. But I that's why I should. I get it. That's and it's not like me buying a Miller, like that's Vaughn Miller. We're not brothers, like Jeremiah. Right. Like, yo, this is your brother, man. Like, <laughs> like he's so happening? funny, man. He's so funny. What is happening right now? So let's uh let's jump into our defensive roster pro- uh pro- because we've got a lot of people chatting about wide receiver which fits in uh which is good um you know and i'm gonna let you go first uh, just because and we'll start with the de's the defensive ends um is i saw i think it was i thought i think i saw jessica say 25 25 and three right so 25 offense 25 defense and that shit ain't happening right so uh oh no no i did that i did that <laughs> no wait what'd you do oh uh i wanted to try to throw the one overlay, so half of it. But yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. It is. It is, it is. No, you're. I can pull it up. I've got it. Uh, I think I've got it. No, um, you know what I'm saying. But do you think? I, I was more so saying because it looks awful <laughs> with, with it being split like this, where you can oh, see gotcha. us. Yeah, but that's all. But okay. Uh, so defensively, um, edge. So you know what? Let's. This is where I want to start because so we got Greg Rousseau, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, AJ Epinesa, Boogie Basham, Shaq Lawson, uh, Kingsley Jonathan. Uh, Shane Ray, Cameron Klein, uh, and I think I think that that will that should be all right. Uh, Dale, Dale, DJ Dale considered edge. I don't think so. I think he's. I think he's you're just edge. asking who is on the current depth chart. Yeah. Yes, I think you're correct. Okay, so who are you? Who are you? Um, because for me, to, obviously, Greg Greg Rousseau makes this roster. Greg Leonard Rousseau Floyd. Ma- don't don't be like trying to cheat off of me don't don't cheat code I'm me cheating. like <laughs> i'm not cheating i'm not cheating i'm with it I'm saying, so greg Rousseau makes it leonard floyd makes it von miller makes it he's on pup so he doesn't count right now okay so so i got three um greg Rousseau, leonard floyd aj epinesa is where i'm now on the code of conduct yesterday uh matt perino said that he thinks shaq lawson might be that guy that's kind of outside looking in now mm-hmm. this was the part that it, it makes perfect sense i get mm-hmm. it like but um maybe i overvalue Shaq. maybe i love him so much that that i just overvalue him and um i don't know but how do you how do you view when we're talking about this how are you looking at it when you're talking about somebody like 
Shaq Lawson being the guy that's on the outside so, looking in. So I've got four. I got the Bills keeping four. And literally, this is where it gets sticky. And this is where it gets hairy because, oh, it seems nice to be like 25 and 25. And when we did offense, it was like, this was easy. There's obvious guys. There's no Taiwan Jones, right? There's no guys on this offense. There's no Isaiah Hodgins that I'm rooting for and like potentially could make this roster that are going to find their way to the, to the practice squad potentially, yada, yada, because it's like stacked. And that's another thing too. The you know people that are like, the Bills are going to keep seven wide receivers. Well, you haven't looked at the, def the defensive roster, especially the, the D line. If you think the Bills are keeping seven wide receivers, especially when the Bills have not kept seven wide receivers before, they've only kept and six. The D backs and the defensive backs and the defensive backs. So, all that to set up my defensive line. I've got them keeping four D, D ends and with Vaughn in parentheses. So, right. So, I've got Vaughn in parentheses, which basically means that he doesn't count. So, when Vaughn comes back, somebody's getting bounced. Now, they may yeah. keep five when Vaughn comes back. Groot is making this team. Floyd is making this team. I think AJ Epinesa is making this team. And then it turns into Boogie Basham versus Shaq Lawson. And that's where it gets sticky right up front. Because let's be honest, Lawson, first round draft pick out of Clemson, drafted by Rex Ryan for a 3-4 defense, played well, like started to show up, is, is probably the best run defensive end, like, run defender from a defensive end from the end position that we have on this football team Lawson however when he went to the Jets when he went to Miami he basically almost fell out of the league because he couldn't play however what there's something about being here that just works for him so he's a good football player but he's also got some years Boogie if what they're saying is true I don't know if you heard Ed Oliver's comments about Boogie that he you know it's his third year he's starting to feel it he's starting to understand it his body didn't change between these last two years he had a couple sacks i think today in practice like boogie might be starting to get it the light might be starting to come on so there's a possibility that boogie basham as much as we've heard a lot of people chat prior to training camp this year that boogie's the odd man out boogie might make this football team which means that lawson's the odd man out or are they keeping five see Okay, and so I asked a question a couple seconds ago, a couple minutes ago. I said maybe I'm overvaluing Shaq Lawson. Like, how do you value him? Because for me, I, I get it. We're hearing that Boogie Basham, second round draft pick, is starting to get it after two years of not getting it. We're hearing that AJ Epinesa is going to have a career year after hearing that he's going to have a career year for three years sure. in a row, sure. and it hasn't happened. So for me, I'm like, I get it. What we're talking about, like potential. I want to keep the guys that I know are going to perform. And at this point, for me, Boogie Basham and A.J. Epinesa should be the ones on the outside looking in. To me, I have film on Shaq Lawson in a Buffalo Bills uniform last season being a dog. Like when Shaq Lawson is in, he brings the energy to the defensive line that they don't have unless he's in. I don't care if Vaughn is in. Vaughn brings a performance. But sure. Shaq Lawson brings an energy to that defensive line that they do not have unless he's on this team. Agreed. I want Shaq Lawson on this team. I can't believe that he would be on the outside looking. Jessica Tennis says, in my opinion, five defensive ends, five defensive tackles. They've kept nine on the D-line the last couple of years. This would be 10. If they keep 10, there's no way they're keeping seven wide receivers. They might not keep six wide receivers. Well, they'll be able to keep 10 right now because of Von being on Pup. He's not going to start. He's not... Vaughn you can won't get be you can get you can one. get 10 without Vaughn. You absolutely could. <laughs> you absolutely could. We're, we haven't talked about Eli Anku. He's not on your list. He ain't making this football team, right? No. I mean, no. and Eli Anku has played good and downs. He's played we're, we're, for the team. Yeah. Right. I mean, what is it? Kingsley Jonathan? Isn't he uh, effectively an end or something like that? Like he's not a linebacker, correct? Where's he right. at on this list? He's yeah. an edge, edge. 
edge rusher, right? Kingsley Jonathan played good. He was he was the freaking man in that Chicago Bears game last year. Like that kid can play football. And Shane Ray was a, he's a long shot, but obviously there was some excitement for the signing of him and the possibility. Like you you could easily keep ten defensive linemen even without Von Miller. Easily, you may have you may have hit on it. There's a good chance because of Boogie's versatility, meaning he can play inside and outside, that AJ Epinesa might be the guy on the outside looking in. Well, let it be AJ Epinesa or let it be Boogie and not freaking Shaq Lawson. I would be like, if I lose Shaq Lawson and Tremaine Edmonds in the same year for different reasons, do you know? <laughs> like, oh my God, Joe. <laughs> So I've got, like I said, Vaughn in, in in parentheses, which basically means if 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 he comes back week one, he messes up the whole thing. The whole thing is shot to hell, right? Mm-hmm. When he comes back, somebody's getting bounced. Somebody that's that somebody that Bills Mafia likes is losing their job and hopefully making it to the practice squad. More than likely, not. What's wild about the this defense, this off, sorry, this roster projection, offensive and defensive is the last several years since you and I started doing this back in 2019, I think it was, or 2020, it's always been like special teams guy here, special teams guy there, like got to keep this special teams guy. Like there's an aspect that like legit NFL players that would not be special teams players on other teams. They're going to play it here. They're playing special teams on this roster. Yeah. I'm not talking Saran Neal. That's not what I'm talking about right now. Saran Neal is is a special teams guy. I'm saying, like, you can't go down this list and find 11 special teamers. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of which, I don't have Tyler Medikevich on my roster. And he was just reactivated, right? (laughs) Yes, he was. So there's another problem. You got four linebackers, Milano, Bernard, Dotson, Dorian Williams, and Tyler Medikevich. So now you've got – there's no way they're keeping seven wide receivers. Who are you cutting? Because we haven't we haven't even gotten to the defensive backs yet. The defensive backfield. I gotta add Minikevich to my free. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I don't even want to be like, could you imagine being Brandon Bean? Like, really? I, no, man. I don't I so, don't want to do it. So I mean, at this point, you're you, there's a possibility Epinesa and Boogie or Epinesa and Lawson or Boogie, Boogie and Lawson, if Vaughn is healthy, are both on the outside looking in. Are the Bills cutting Puna Ford? I can't see it. Because let's just jump the defensive tackle. Oliver Phil, yeah. Daquan Jones, Tim Settle. Are the Bills cutting Puna Ford? They can't. They can't. <laughs> Does DeMar Hamlin make this football team? <laughs> is Cam Lewis out? Cam Lewis is listed at three positions. Is he not on this football team? And he's a special teamer. See, my thing, but the real question is the first one you brought up there. Is DeMar Hamlin on this team? I love I love everything about DeMar and and everything that he brings and everything that we've seen. But again, I've been saying this since the injury before before that tragic event happened. Nobody was like, yep, we straight because we got DeMar Hamlin in the backfield, you know, in order to defensive. So it's like, okay, this is a question. Now, granted, if he plays one snap during the NFL season, he has comeback player of the year basically in the bag. Yeah. You know, he has it in a bag. For, so for, I, you can't cut him, though. So, like, for, because of that, the Bills can't cut him. For me, for me, the greatest sign that I got about DeMar Hamlin was that they didn't showcase him 
They didn't like put him out there for two snaps to get him on the field to show the world that Demar Hamlin. Oh, look like Good Morning Football, and look who's trotting out on the field. It's Demar Hamlin, and he plays two snaps, doesn't touch anybody, gets up. Like the dude was headhunting people. Like, and by that I mean like he was like leaning forward trying to tackle big dudes. Like he was playing football. So I got a lot of hope that Demar Hamlin makes this football team, but he won't get cut. We're at the point now where, like, as much as I said at the beginning, how does Latavius Murray not make this football team? Guess what? Latavius Murray might not make this football team. The Bills might go into the season with two running backs. They might go into the season with 22 or 23 offensive players and 27. But again, do you want to be Brandon Bean for this? Like, we're doing this for fun and we're stressing. I, I, I just can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I think like you ba- said, Puna Ford, but the balance, the balance comes in that, in that special teams piece, because we had special teamers, Kumaro and Taiwan Jones, who were on offense last year. Kumaro and Taiwan Jones didn't play offense. They played special teams. So if you remove them, we're now at 23, right? So those 23 go to the defensive side of the football, 27. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Man. So, anyways, defensive. So, no, so we, I mean, jump, yeah, yeah. Jump from defensive end to defensive tackle. I've got uh, Oliver Phillips, Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, Puma Ford. Five. So mm-hmm. I've got I've got nine. Them keeping nine, possibly ten, defensive linemen. Hmm. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean ever, that's the first time you've ever agreed with me on this shit. No, I'm kidding. No, last week too. <laughs> it was the same way with offense. <laughs> I just can't fight it, but it's just it's, it's bugging me because so I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I'm just struggling with the idea of they're gonna cut like so one of the one of the nine or ten guys that we just named, one of those guys probably won't be on the team. When Vaughn comes back, one of them is definitely not gonna right. Be so so that's what I'm saying. Like we just went through the whole it so group boogie. Leonard Floyd, AJ Epinesa, Shaq Lawson, Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips, Puna Ford, Tim Settle. One of those guys or two of those guys will not be a member of the Buffalo Bills this year. All of those defensive tackles make this football team. So now now it's literally down to Epinesa, Basham, and Lawson. And you just said, don't take Lawson away from me. So the two odd men out are Epinesa and Basham. Let's go to defensive backs. I can't, I can't keep I can't keep stressing on this line. I can't do it. It's it a good problem to have. It doesn't get any better as we slide to linebacker, not defensive backs. But Milano, Bernard, Dotson, Dorian Williams, Matikevich. It's obvious, right? Linebacker is obvious. But is but and then I'm going to say, is that too many? Five? No, it's not too many because two of those guys, if not three, Dotson, Matikevich, Dorian Williams, are playing special teams. They're keeping five linebackers. Williams. Obviously, Milano is being kept. Obviously, it's it's just you. you, I don't know, man, because you can't. In a way, you can't see them cutting 
Spectre. You can't see them cutting. They're going to cut Spectre. They're going to cut him and put him on the practice squad. They're going to Isaiah Hodgins, Balen Spectre, and then he's going to go to another team because that kid can play football and he's going to end up as a starter someplace else. My man PJ says it's a business. He says it's too personal for you, Spence. It's really, honestly, I'm not even being personal here. This isn't emotion. This isn't emotion. This, this is looking at this roster saying like, yo, we really have a deep defensive line. We have a deep defensive back room. I'm not as impressed with the linebacker room, but but edge, tackle, and defensive backs, it's in, it's insane. You and then you look at that offensive line, you look at the wide receiver room, you look at like you're you're finding ways to keep people on this roster. It's gonna be some of those uh roster gymnastics, like when they uh a couple years ago, like when they cut Andre Roberts and then he waited in the parking lot and then they brought him back into Reed Ferguson. We're gonna read for we're gonna see some of that happening, man, because there's no way that we're gonna be able to keep everybody, activate some people well, to certain the only way that happens is if somebody gets hurt. You can't put somebody on IR that's not hurt. So, like the, the reason that you do the parking lot thing, hang out in the parking lot, is like we're gonna keep X player who's injured and then put him on IR and then right. sign Reed Ferguson again back to the roster. Well, no, I ain't praying for no injuries, but I mean they but they, they gonna have we're to at the up. point now where Brandon Bean's probably praying somebody get hurt. Like, like make dude, this just easy. be out for three weeks for me, man. Get out, be out <laughs> make, for three weeks. <laughs> make this <laughs> like, easy for me. Like man, somebody make insane. this easy. Because you we're at the point, especially with roster cuts down, one cut, August 29th or 28th or whatever it is. There's some of these guys you want to see for six weeks or eight weeks to find out if they're gonna be what you want them to be. Shout out to the big dog over at Buffalo Rumbles. My man Matt Byam says NFL needs to change roster sizes. No reason at this point with the revenue they're making. I, I mean, I'm always for saying instead of 53, let's have, you know, 56, 50, you know, like ha- it's, have a it's, couple more. The competitive balance is the 53. The 53, it's not 53, it's 48. Well, right. But I'm saying in general, 53 to me is not enough. It's just not enough. But what the, but what the NFL has done is they've done the practice squad thing, right? So they've changed that, that rule. The, the COVID practice squad rule is going to stick forever. It's not going away. So they effectively have whatever it is, 16 more guys on their team. But it's not. Because you still have to go into the game on game day with the amount of guys that you have. So what 48, I'm saying is... The 48's the number. Right. But I, I'm just saying that. Now... Obviously, we could talk about the 49ers game. That was a one-off where that happens where you're, both your starting quarterbacks get injured and you don't have anybody to go in. But I'm sure there have been games when, you know, you, you dress with two running backs and you don't have a third. You dress with five wide receivers and you bills. end up with one at the end of the, the game. Well, so I'm year. saying it happens It happens more, more than the quarterback position. It happens with other rooms where you go into a game with – we've seen – how many times have you seen it where cornerbacks, you know, you have cornerback – come into the game you have three active and then all of a sudden you're down to one and think, you got a safety or a wide we have mckenzie playing wide receiver or, or a cornerback corner. one time two you years, know. Three years three years uh no it was uh 19 uh i think it was 19 uh last year two kickers got injured and two teams had to play without a kicker so so i'm just saying like so i'm not saying that we need to go crazy and have the rosters be 70 on game day but i'm, I'm just saying 48 53 we we could we could throw a couple extra spots on there. We could be at you know we could be at fifty three on game day and fifty six for the roster. Or so. Like I, I just feel like we could do a little more, and that that's just me wanting more people to get jobs. To be honest, but you know it, it's tough. It's tough because I, I still think San uh, the San Francisco Forty ers should have and could have won that game. Right. 
Jessica Tennis's Cam and Bernard are currently hurt. So is uh, Damian Harris, but they're not going to be hurt when the season starts. Safety. <laughs> Real quick, Sickman said you could build a pr- pretty solid team with Bills cuts. You can, depending on who gets cut, you, you for sure can because it's going to be some starters. The, the problem is the Bills aren't playing the Cardinals, the Texans, the Carolina Panthers, and the Patriots every week. They're playing the and I tell you what, Chiefs, and I like- Chargers, Bengals. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, the Jack Texans Dalton. ain't gonna be as bad as they were either, though. I think the Texans made some really good moves. That's not the conversation today, but they're not even gonna be that as bad as they were. Nowhere right. near it. Right. Talk to me about safety. Jeez. Why I got seven. Seven. <laughs> I got seven because of special teams and and nickel. See, I got seven because they're not cutting Demar. Like that. That's it. Like. I think Demar makes the team on merit. I think if I think Demar makes his football team, I think he's the fourth safety. I, I think Demar. I think like, Demar Hamlin is the fourth safety. He makes it because he's he's who he is. But no, because if if you're going to tell me the top four, you're taking you you would take Demar Hamlin over uh, Dean Marlowe. Yes, Dean Marlowe didn't dress a game last year. I, I was I Hoyer would and Dean Hyde Marlo. were both hurt last season, and Dean and Marlo I would take and I would take Dean Marlowe. I would. I'm not saying it wouldn't take Dean Marlowe. I'm telling I'm 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 projecting to you how the team values him. Dean Marlowe no, is gonna I, get cut. I'm not talking about the team. I'm talking, I'm asking you, would you say uh, yeah, the team? I feel like the team will probably cut Dean Marlowe. I feel like yeah. it, you know, will probably it'll probably be Demar Hamlin, Taron Johnson, Tyler Rapp, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Kyer Elam, Trey White, Dane Jackson. Wait, you're in you're in the ca- you're, in the, you're in the corners. I'm talking safety. Well, no, I'm saying in general, the defensive back room. Like those are the guys who was going to be. It's, it's not going to like they're they're not going to cut Demar. I don't no, think Demar is good enough to be. That's but well, that's what I'm. The point I'm making is I don't think he's good enough to really be the guy that makes this roster. I didn't think he was good enough last year before everything happened. We he, just stopped being honest about him because of what happened. He was so now than, I'm the bad guy. Than, he was better than Jaquan Johnson. I mean, that was a. I mean, that was a. Standard. There was a time when we thought Jaquan Johnson was the heir apparent. Who is we? Most of Bill's Mafia. There was a time two years ago oh. or three years ago that Jaquan, Jaquan Johnson came in to spell a couple times. We're like, that kid's good. And then he got the starting role when Hyde came out. And it's like, oh, that, kid, that kid's bad. Like, I that don't know, bad. man. I remember people being excited about Saran Neal a little bit, hoping that he would get Too some big. looks there. Too and, and Cam Lewis, he was corner trying to transition to, to safety or whatever. Nah. I, I, look, I say draft another another safety next year period oh they're gonna like well to me they should have this past year anyway but i'm saying draft but this year if it's just about one year i would take marlo over hamlin as far as just being a better player demar hamlin is not a good football player to me he i get it i get it we can't be honest right now because we're jerks because of what happened but if i'm gonna be honest about football he he was not impressing me last season i did not feel comfortable that micah hyde was out all year the 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 games that we played where we played musical chairs with that position opposite of Jordan Poyer, I was not comfortable as far as the defensive backfield was concerned last year. The problem is, is DeMar Hamlin. And I'm not trying to be, I don't know, whatever analysty dies on the football field. Dean Marlowe doesn't even get into a football game. But that's not the conversation. I'm not talking about what the Bills will or what they do. What the best do. do the best players play? No, we we talked about that before. Okay. When you're talking about keeping guys on the roster as opposed to guys that you actually can use, like we've so, talked about that before. Like you know Isaiah, he's gone. But we've talked about that before. 
Trig says, what about moving Ben for the safety? We've heard a lot of chatter about this early in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And can we just get past the whole idea that, like, oh, we're just going to make this player that position now? Like, Kier, or not Kier, Elam, uh, Khalil Shakir can play outside on the boundary. No, Khalil Shakir cannot play the boundary. He's not a boundary wide receiver. So just let it go. Like, and Christian Benford is probably not a safety. I'm not saying it's never going to happen, but more than likely not a safety, right, in the NFL. Um, otherwise he would have done it this year and Cam Lewis would be on the outside looking in Cam Lewis to me is the most likely cut option. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah. Although Cam Lewis. So if you're keeping five corners, how many corners you're keeping? Well, so are you looking at Cam as a corner or as a safety? Well, that's that's the problem. Cam is a swing. So, like, you've got Alex Austin, who they drafted, and I've got them keeping Alex Austin Austin for a fifth corner, but Cam provides an opportunity as a safety and a corner to allow Alex Austin to move, which takes you from 12 defensive backs down to 11. I think if, if Alex Austin is part of this team is as a practice squad player. I don't think he won't make it over Cam Lewis. They love, they love Cam Lewis in the building. But they, like they, value, love Cam they value rookies. Yeah, but it, it, he'll make the practice squad. They don't value, you know, late round picks that much. You know, so he, he's not safeties getting back to safeties, keeping in mind as well. The bills play nickel four two, right? Nickel. They play the nickel. All right. So they got five defensive backs on the field at all times. High Hamlin. Hyde Poyer, Taylor Rapp, T- uh, uh, DeMar Hamlin. Those are my four lock them up traditional safeties. Taron Johnson, Saran Neal, and I have them keeping Cam Lewis. That's seven. Seven safeties. I have an announcement here, apparently, from Sarah. Just as an FYI to everybody who listens tonight or watches, Line to Gang was pre recorded, so they didn't copy everything that me and Joe are talking Why about. are you stealing our content, Sarah <laughs> you Lawson? Thief. Stop you parodying. Thief. Stop parroting our content. Swagger Jacker. You swagger Jacker. You still listen no, to the sorry. other networks steal their content. Don't steal our content. Hey, see, I was about to get in trouble. I'm growing. You know what? Growth. Joe. That is growth. I was about to say something that was going to get me in trouble, but that I did. I'm so proud of me. Second pat. Second pat. Hyde Poyer, Taylor Rapp, DeMar Hamlin, I think are making this football team. Taron Johnson, Saran Neal, absolutely making this football team, which means Cam Lewis is potentially on the outside looking in. Corners, Trey White, Dane Jackson, Elam, and Benford are making this football team. Yeah. You're not going into this. With you. I'm just not happy about it. You're not, really going, into season, you're not going into the season with three corners. Although, <laughs> although... <laughs> The Bills went into the season in 2022 with three boundary wide receivers. So maybe you will go into the season with three corners. Who knows? And then end up having two of them get hurt in the first game. You got one corner out there and a safety playing cornerback. I think they keep Cam. I think Cam makes this roster because he can play corner and try to kind of hybrid safety it. Um, I think Cam makes this roster. Then you're talking 11. 11 defensive backs they're going to have to make it they're going to have to make it somewhere else man cam, like, cam lewis makes this team because he's versatile corner and safety and plays special teams saranio makes saranio ro- makes this roster cuz he plays special teams medikevich makes this roster cuz he plays special teams and they're man. good they're good special team players special teams players yeah 
and I, and, and I'm which like in the way I think it's gonna go is not the way I think it should go. So yeah, I think Hamlin makes his team like we were saying, and I think Marlowe is the the guy in that area outside looking in. I don't think if he sticks around, if he if they comes back to the practice squad if he wants to, but I, I don't think he makes the team because of that. I don't think I, I think Alex Austin is on the practice squad. I know you mentioned him. I, I think yep yep. Benford and this is I hate this. I hate this. I hate it. No, I, I, I'm out of things to say. I mean, at this point, we're I don't I don't know that. Yeah, I, I you said it. I don't want to be Brandon Bean. Because I mean, because also what you're thinking about is your investments, man. Like you drafted some of these guys that you're gonna have to. They're gonna have to cut somebody. You're gonna want guys to to clear waivers, make the practice squad. You're gonna want to. And you just can't. They're going to lose talent. But that's what happens when you're good. The top four or five teams every year, man, teams can't wait for guys to to leave. the. T- you know, so it just sucks. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. Agreed. 100% agree. I don't, I don't know that I have an answer. I don't know that I have a retort. I don't know. I think we're going to be waiting with bated breath on cut down day to see the names that are going, right? Man. All right, so <laughs> I I don't know, Joe. Like, really, I'm 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 at a loss for words on it. So let me ask you this, and then we can then we can just in this discussion here, because it sounds like you're you're building this roster based on what you think the team will do, obviously, which I guess we should, versus what you would like the team to do or what you feel the Correct. best roster is. So Correct. when I'm when I'm asking you this though. Do you think DeMar Hamlin is the best fit out of what's available to make this team as the fourth or the fifth safety? I said sitting on a deck at a cottage in Limelight, New York, four weeks ago, I think, that I wasn't sure that DeMar Hamlin was a lock to make this roster. And what would the backlash be if he gets cut? I asked you that question. You did. They can't cut him. So that's why he makes well, it. Well, they, they could. They couldn't cut him. <laughs> Joe, could you imagine the So the NFL community dragged the Cleveland Browns, as they should have, for all this Deshaun Watson stuff and, um, you know, how they supported him through that stuff like that. And they, they, mm-hmm. they dragged the franchise. A football player literally died on national TV in front of the world Mm-hmm. they will destroy the Buffalo Bills as a franchise and as a business in the media if they cut this guy. There's no way he doesn't make this roster. And let me let me clarify, too, because I'm not he, – he's not Baker Mayfield of defense. When I'm saying he's not that great, I, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I think he's horrible. Last year I was happy that he was on this roster until Micah Hyde went down. So to me he was good for depth. He's good mm-hmm. – to, to, to sit behind Jordan and Micah and learn. So hopefully the next season he could have been a better player. But for him to have to be the starter last year at, during big games when Micah was out, I was not satisfied with that. There was nothing about that that made me happy. So I'm not dragging him where I'm saying he's, he's terrible. But what I'm saying is, you know, when you're looking at this roster on defense, the, the, he doesn't match with what we have, man. We got a, we got a solid – come on, man. Let's be honest. No comment. 
That's fine. <laughs> I'm not jumping into this conversation That's fine. with you. Sarah says they dragged us through the mud for not cutting punk god, and then it turns out she made it all up. Well, you regret reading that one, don't you? <laughs> Do we want to open that can of worms? Well, the show is about to end, so we can, I guess. We only got three minutes left. So I guess I could I could say, you know, I still think overall the Buffalo Bills did the right thing by cutting him. They had to. I, I think they had to, they but had I also to. think that he publicly came out now cancel me whatever the season's about to start i don't care he publicly came out and admitted at some point i forget which platform he, it was on and how he, he did it he testified under like he gave under it, oath when not under oath when he gave his uh deposition he he testified that he had consensual consensual sex with her and then told her to get checked for stds which means so, he had an you std had <laughs> and you had an std now the std part i'm not judging people have stds i get it but the part that trips me out about that is that he admitted to sleeping with an underage person. And now we have people saying, see, he lost his career. He should not have lost his career. Well, the, the problem is, is she, she didn't know. She right. lied. Well, I'm 18. Well, you can kind of sort of look at a girl and know. I'm just saying, I can kind of tell that you're not 35. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> but that was Zach Wilson. That was somebody completely different. <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and get it out of here, Joe. Let's close, <laughs> Let's close the show out. Let's. We're gonna. We are circling yeah, the drain. Yeah. <laughs> All the emails I'm gonna get in the morning. No, oh, you man. won't. You'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. Uh, so, am I closing this out? So, I don't know that we've come to a consensus. I don't know. We, I don't know that we have a final number. I think we're all going to be surprised. Is that where we're at on the on the on the roster projection? Oh yeah, I'm sorry, man. And then Sarah's texting me too. Sarah's like, "Hey, hey, make sure everybody knows that that was a different Sarah that asked that comment. I don't want people <laughs> mad at me on my show too." Speaking of Sarah, line to gain <laughs> happens right in about one minute. So jump from this show right over to Jerry and to Sarah. Uh, and join them for line to gain. But ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumbling <laughs> Vidcast Network. Uh, it is so good to have all of you join us. Football, what, 1 o'clock on Saturday. Then we're going to line it all back up again. All the shows on Sunday, all the shows on Monday, all the shows on Tuesday and Wednesday, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Spence is already out. For myself, Joe Miller, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired, Jay Spence the King. You can find him at, at, on Twitter at Jay Spence the King. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills, man. <laughs>